0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network,
1: sponsored by Ten Ten Podcasts,
2: the Celtic Exchange, a fresh insight on Celtic Football Club.
0: Celtic fired their way into the League Cup final on Saturday night thanks to a solitary strike from comeback man James Forrest. And we'll now lead us out at Hamden Park next month against the Hibs side who had their own fun at the National Stadium this weekend. And we can now look forward to a green and white final on Sunday the 19th of December. This is episode 46 of the Celtic Exchange Weekly. This is Tino and this week I'm joined by Miff and James to cover all things Celtic. Miff, I was going to ask if you're happy with the way things are going, but you look happy. You look <laughs> settled. Maybe I shouldn't ask you silly questions. Uh, hi
2: Tino. Hi James. Uh, hi listeners. Yes, um, I'm very happy and I'm just absolutely I'm delighted delighted for the team delighted for the manager delighted for James Forrest in particular um, he's, he's obviously had a timeout over the past past year um, and particular mention just to, to the fans I would say on um, on Saturday night I, th- I thought they were they were absolutely outstanding obviously the, the very old tribute but, but also the way that they supported the team all the way through f- what was a, a pretty frustrating game for the most part um, but then the, the icing on the cake and the cherry on top being a uh, being the the other semi final um, happening on Sunday. So, no, absolutely delighted, absolutely happy, and uh, yeah, no more to add.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> I thought for a minute you were thanking your own fans, there, Miff, but it's <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, bit no, silly, no, 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 that. no, no, no. no. Uh, James, as says, a weekend of high drama at Hamden. How did you enjoy it?
3: Great. Yeah, I mean, both games worked out very well and all I'd say is I'm missing super scoreboard to be here, so you boys better be in top form tonight. Yeah,
0: (laughs) that's a big miss. You'll get that on catch-up. I'm sure it'll be a a joy to listen to. Um, So yeah, so obviously uh, lots to cover, uh, particularly the the cup semi-final on Saturday at Hamden there. Uh, Celtic coming out 1-0 on top. We've mentioned James Forrest with the match winner. Not particularly pretty and, you know, that's semi-final cup football at the best of times. We've certainly seen Angie's team play much better than we did, but... Getting through is all that matters.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And what I will say, um, I was very frustrated. I was at the game, um, so I was very frustrated during the game just because things weren't really going to plan. But it's not very often you'll go into a semi-final at the National Stadium and only one team will be trying to win it. Mm. Um, that that was quite patently the case at, at this game. You know, St Johnson were not for coming out under any circumstance other than the concession of a late goal. That's what happened. And then when they did come out, they actually looked like they could potentially cause us trouble. They, they must have been kicking themselves, but not to labour too much on them, they, they were very negative, and, and I think that's what caused a lot of disruption in our play. But we kept at it. And, um, you know, the the fact that we did keep at it, we got the result, you know, a few weeks ago, t- taking the Livingston games and the, and the Dundee United games as examples, similar types of games where we've been on top, we've had most of the ball, and we just haven't found a way to win. On, on Saturday night we did And I, I'm, I'm just really thankful for it And all credit to the, the players
0: Yeah We'll cover You know Jota soon Obviously kind of Big day for him Picking up the Player of the Month award For last month So we'll cover him shortly He was obviously Man of the match again On Saturday And he has been Almost every time He takes to the field Which is great I don't think Celtic get any standouts On Saturday James But I think we've also Got to give credit To some of the work Off the ball By various guys but particularly Kyogo, we mentioned in the 85th minute, you know, when the game's done and dusted, he's bombing about chasing right back to goal at left back. But for the goal itself, it's his work that puts the pressure on Xander Clark. Yeah. And lo and behold, it's the, the goal that comes from it.
3: That's what I was just going to say. He's the one that's pressing Clark and Clark scoffs the, the Um I think the, the patience the players showed is, is a big thing. We're missing that creative spark from Rogic. And when you're up against that really, really kind of defensive setup, you're looking for a creator, but the players just stuck to their tasks. Kept trying the moves and the moves came off in the
0: end. Yeah, I think so. My I'll come to you on this one. I know the fella's your hero, but you must be delighted for James A. Forrest to score a, a Hamden winner as part of his reintroduction to the team. Absolutely. And
2: um it was it was certainly celebrated with a bit of verve. Um he he's just someone who whilst I know he can be he can be pretty frustrating. He's not in the mould of a an old fashioned winger in the sense that he's not regularly picking the ball up and, and beating two and three guys. But what he is good at is just coming off the right-hand side and being at the right place at the right time. So far this season, we've kind of seen that from eye. You know, he's, he's, he's an effective contributor without necessarily being heavily involved in the build-up play. Um, he, he's very much a player that plays for the team. Um, I would put Forrest in the, in the same mould um, in the sense that even his international careers kind of been built around the work that he does for the team rather than him just being kind of thrust forward forward. Um, what he does do, certainly just now when he's finding match fitness, is he gives you that that um, kind of X factor coming off the bench, which I would think we've been lacking probably in, in, in previous weeks. He is someone who can come on and, and make an impact. But I think as the season goes on, he's somebody who's going to have a, a really telling contribution. Um, to, if, if Celtic are going to win any silverware this season, he's someone who, as his stats show, assists and scores. So you always want someone like, th- like that in your team. Uh, and it's not just an absolutely blind loving. I know, I know he does have he uh, does have his faults, but but definitely, I, I just think James Forrest is somebody who, when he's on the park, you're more likely to score when he's on. And and I was delighted for him, delighted for him. You know, he's just followed up. Um, didn't look like the penalty was going to get awarded for mm-hmm. the handball. Maybe maybe it would have, maybe it would have. Um, but he's he's not left any doubt and just stuck it in the back of the net. And and you could see what it meant to so many of the players. Um, specifically Cal McGregor I think there's a few different angles where you can see um, McGregor's ready to do a Kitspaya and volley the hoarding right over (laughs) at the fans so um, it's just great to see that passion and the noise that the the fans created I'll go back to it again Um, we were in the traditional Celtic end we weren't very far for the Green Brigade where they they did their kind of pyro display I thought it was in Glasgow Green for a few minutes I was that steaming and um, then we you know it just just did seem to kind of that's that stage of the game, just seemed to galvanise the team kick them on again. So, no, uh, 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 an amazing night, obviously because the results went your way. Not an amazing performance,
0: but an amazing night and, and one that'll live long in the memory. Yeah, you made a good point there, Miff, about some of the celebrations and particularly I've noted from some of the homegrown talent. So, Cal absolutely, you know, really kind of giving it large. Welsh was the same. He came up the back of the celebrations. Tony Ralston's jumped on Ralston, guys' yep, shoulders in and Forrest, the man himself. It shows you as well, you know, obviously we've brought in so many players, you know, 10 or 12, depending on who you see as first-teamers, but there's some real guys in that squad who absolutely know what Celtic are about, and that's got to be important for Ange, hasn't it? Yeah,
3: that's a core that can carry the message to the rest of the team when Ange can't always be there, you know, so um, I think having that instils the belief... And the new players and let them know what Celtic's all about
0: yeah now I'll come at you again James because I know you're a huge fan of James Forrest and you've never in your love for the man so mm-hmm. I'm going to give you some stats you mentioned uh, his stats are impressive and they certainly are yeah I've got these from a, a chap called The Third Frame on Twitter so thanks to him but also if they're wrong blame him uh, 493 games for Celtic so just short of joining the 500 club which in itself is very impressive 95 goals 9 league winners medals 5 Scottish Cup medals five League Cup medals, so 19 trophies in total, really impressive, 38 caps for his country, five goals, two Young Player of the Year awards, three Player of the Year awards, a trophy every 25 games, it's just not really worked out for James at Celtic, eh?
3: All I'd say is, just like Saturday, he gets his timing right, <laughs> he was at Celtic at the right time, no, come on. Um, I suppose the point I've always made on Forrest is I think Forrest is a better player than Forrest thinks is, because he's got much more talent than he shows.
0: And on that note, do you think Ange can get more out of him, i.e. the way he's done Definitely. from Ralston and, and the belief he's instilled in guys like Rogic and others? Yeah, you can see that Ange believes in him and believes he's a great asset to the squad. I mean, if you look way back to the,
3: not dark days, but, you know, tough days of Mitchell and away and stuff, and you're looking at the bench, no options of guys like Forrest there. Imagine what you could have done in that game.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, amongst the stats, it was mentioned that he's been at the club for close to 19 years. I think he joined Celtic in 2003. That in itself is pretty rare in the... You know, this day and age Why has he not had a testimonial? You know, he's been here for so first, long and First team 2000, 2009 he broke into the but, first team Is that right? Yeah, so I'm just wondering why that's bypassed I thought I it was we, this next year Should we get him a game versus a near-beat-on select next year? <laughs> <we get> <laughs>
2: I think the, the days of the testimonial the, the original purpose of the testimonial Was for the benefit Aye. of the player Because they, they wouldn't have earned that much out of their career yes. I think these days these days it's a I wee- wee- sure they could buy their pub uh, exactly. their Bridge, eh? um, now it's it's a wee bit different um, however I think he deserves a an adulation for the fans probably better mixing betons in there as well because he probably get a few a, a few objects on the at him <laughs> <laughs> Um but uh, and by the way, Beaton B- B- was particularly good. I, th- I thought and, and Saturday night, apart from getting he he's still booked after fifteen minutes. <laughs> we did big man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. needless I didn't need lunch, yeah. needless yeah, lunch. That's but that's what he's it. got, and that's what frustrates you about him. But in any case, don't want really to off on a tangent. Lads, mm-hmm. um, the I, 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 well, if James Forrest is a testimonial. I'd be there. It's safe to say, you you the the convenor. <laughs> nah, mm-hmm. I I'll,
0: I'll wait on the committee, lads. Somebody's yeah. listening. You mentioned me you mentioned Beaton there, and I thought it was interesting because I thought he played fairly well on Saturday, but I think. Mentioned to you, James, in the, the final whistle show. When Callum McGregor isn't that guy pulling the strings, I just don't think it stitches the defence in, in the forward line as, as well as what McGregor can do. And I think when you get Rogic back, you obviously slot McGregor back in. Rogic gives you that creative angle and James Forrest can then slot in. I think he's ready to start as part of a front three. So I'm going to go off a unusual tangent here at this moment in time, but it's actually 58 years to the day since JFK was assassinated. I think it's time for our own JFK myth, Jota Forrest Kyogo. Oh, I see, see what you did there, mm-hmm. I see what did there. you think it's time he gets the nod? Um For a
3: battle.
2: but yes, I, I I think so. Again, Forrest has already contributed this season. Um you know, I'm thinking back to the Jabonnet game he was particularly good away. Um he he has been on the fringes and then obviously suffered an injury pretty early on. I think Ange has obviously been keen to get him in there. It's probably exposed a bad a lot more football than we would probably had planned when we signed him. But I think that's been a good thing because it's bought Abadie a bad a better. But I could with the fans because he has contributed, albeit that. Yeah. Still, like he does seem to go missing for large parts of the games, and he did that again in Saturday. Yeah. They didn't touch a ball for a, a huge yeah. period of time. He was very quiet. Um, but you could see when Forrest was younger, he was quite similar to that. And but he they would then still pop up with a goal or an assist at a big moment. So I think I think that's a nice option to have is swap him over Forrest and Abad at different points in the season. Abad has shown that he can be relied upon um, to to contribute to the team um, if Forrest is needing just to be brought in gently but I think uh, thinking myself I think Forrest is Angie's type of player mm-hmm. and I think he'll try and get him in the team as often as possible. That's my, my own gut feeling.
0: Yeah. James, do you think that's our best front three? So Jota, Kyogo, Forrest, JKF hasn't got the same ring to it has it but mm. do you think that sub three's the best? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm with it it's a bit like the the right back is where, where that will be you know passed between Juranovic and Ralston I think it's the same for Forrest and Abada I think they'll interchange that as the season goes on to utilise the squad it's a lot of high intense football that, that Ange plays so I think they're both able um, I think Abada's ready for a bit of a rest um, he was definitely you know, drifted out the game entirely on on Saturday there and it caused real problems with the defence coming out that the option wasn't there in the right wing so yeah, I think it's time to shake up a wee bit give him a rest and we've seen him, we had a, a small rest I think in September and he was coming off the bench and a wee bit sharper so I think a wee bit more of that will do him good
0: Yeah, you mentioned Juranovic there um, there's not been a lot of talk about him since Saturday but I actually thought he had a very, very good game and he continues to, to improve and just show exactly why the club have tried so hard to get him here Obviously, I've not seen the footage, but by all accounts, he was Croatia's main man eh, in their win against Russia, which has guaranteed them um, World Cup football. And as is bizarre, isn't it, that we've got Croatia's international right-back, yet we're not playing him at right-back? Yes, but I, I, again, I think
2: that's a compliment to, to Tony Ralston, albeit that, particularly the first half, um, we probably weren't as proactive down the, the right-hand side as we, we could have been. Um, it was all a bit, a bit safe, but... Um, Second half, I think Ralston had a bit more of a go at it, and a couple of times he, dro- he drove forward. But I suppose it's just natural, you you, you think we're probably missing out on something But not playing Juranovic. There. There's just that nagging feeling, like you know, let, as, as well as Ralston's doing, yeah. you kind of want to let Juranovic loss because I think you're seeing enough of the way that he takes the ball in that um, central area sometimes mm-hmm. when he drops in. You can see he's clearly really classy on the ball.
3: Yeah, I, th- I don't think it's a, a compliment to Ralston as much as a criticism of the uh, the scouting team in the summer that they didn't get the left back that we clearly mm-hmm. needed. Mm-hmm. Because if you had that left back, you've got the two of them fighting out for the right back, and I think we would see Ranavich should be taking that slot.
0: I wonder what the priority will be come January when we go to sign guys. Obviously, the there's left back. there's loads of suggestions in the you know different guys in the J League. I wonder you know there's obviously going to be guys that. We've not even mentioned and, and haven't been quoted in the press, but I think a left back will be in the mix there somewhere, and it would be good. Listen, Ralston's been exceptional, when we've, we've you know praised him you know extensively the last couple of weeks, but it will be really interesting to see Jiranovic line up at right back with a really decent left back, and you know that could make for a real solid foundation going forward.
3: The, the back forward, you know, the the defence is pretty stingy you know it doesn't let a lot in it's going forward we've seen the, the moves that are not happening on the left because we haven't got that natural left-sided player and I think we need to see that in Angie's team to, to see what it can be and whether that means Juranovic takes the slot by default or they duke it out and you know we see who takes it in the end but they're both great options to have a right back and we need to see the same at left back
0: Yeah you mentioned the defence wait till Big Julian comes back myth. James isn't a fan I love him what do you think? The great pretender <laughs> Not a huge fan
2: Oh, However, he might be
0: be quite a good fit for an Ange team. I was thinking that because on Saturday, you'll have seen how often, particularly in the first half, Carter Vickers comes forward with the ball. James made the point that used to be Starfelt. till he got injured. He had the responsibility for that. Now it's Carter Vickers and solid defender as he is and excellent in the air at times, by the way. Mm. But on the ball... On the deck It's not really his 40 And so I would love safe, to see somebody like yeah. Julian Coming forward like that Yeah I mean Julian's Just a frustrating
2: Player for me The, the amount of time He spends Rolling about on the ground When You know There's not really been A lot of contact I just can't stick that I think it's even more going when It's a centre half Aye. You know you're, you're a big guy Different if you're a striker yeah. Trying to buy a foul And around the box I get that That's That's just football I you a centre-half, what are you try to achieve? You were always taught not to show that, that right. sort of weakness to an opponent, so it's just bizarre, just no time for that at all. Um, but uh, he's clearly a really, um, a really good communicator. I think the defence quite simply struggled with him when wasn't there being any regularity. Um, we spent a lot of money on him. Uh, I would just like to see, uh, the, the bulletins seem to be quite, mixed with that regards exists. to we were expecting him back in October at one point yeah. and then I seen somebody is it John McGinley on uh, Twitter said that Angie's approach was very much softly softly he's not He's not too concerned about
0: rushing him back he just yeah. wants to make sure he's got him back yeah Angie said he doesn't want to bring him back and then he suffers a further setback so he wants to make sure he's 100% before reintroducing him mm-hmm.
3: so I, I think I'm okay with that and that's been his approach with, for us as well we got the benefit of that on Saturday so
0: yeah just final mention so Obviously, kind of, you know, great to get through on, on Saturday, and that was the biggest thing. We mentioned it again, James. I thought James McCarthy played an important role in getting us over the line, and he's had a frustrating time so far. And whether his fitness isn't quite there, or you know, it's the jury's very much still out. But how do you think he fared, Miff, in those final 15 20 minutes when it was a wee bit backs to the wall?
2: I think there was one wild pass, yeah, pass. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: when he came on, um,
2: but in, in general, he did. He actually seemed a lot more mobile than he has at any other point. I don't know if any. Any niggles he had when he when he came of now been out hopefully because I think a fit McCarthy has absolutely got a role to play. Um, just a really odd signing though for me, really odd signing. I, I see the merit in it, for his experience, and you know it has got quality. But to me, it looks like he almost needs to go out and, and get games, that which is ridiculous I to see about a thirty-year-old, no, 30 you know, no.
3: international player. I think he showed on Saturday what he could be, and if he's t- been given the same fitness approach that Julian and Forrest have. And then we're going to start seeing that. What could be interesting is seeing McCarthy, McGregor, and Rogic as your midfield three. Taking Turnbull out. Taking Turnbull out. Yeah, McGregor and McGregor and Rogic. Not for me. So Turn- of, of those, you would have Turnbull in front of McGregor or in front of Rogic.
0: They're a different type of players. I think I'd have McGregor stitched up, and I'd have Turnbull and Rogic ahead of him. I think that's what so well.
3: McCarthy's going to be. The, if, if, if he was playing a game where he's the base of the uh, the midfield. Use I, I wouldn't start
0: him again uh, over those three for the rest of the season. No, I think they're the, the first choice three for me. I Turnbull think, think he was. He was. So he's, he's he's very much a favourite of Ange. He's the only player to have been involved in every game. I think that's twenty six games we've played, and David Turnbull features in all of them. I think he's a fantastic player. But <laughs> no, so do I, he's just rubbish. He's a talent. That. He disappears. I don't think he's showing sure what he's got. He could have scored an early goal. I just wonder. Sometimes you don't know what you've got till it's gone. Get, getting all emotional there, but if he if he comes out that team, I wonder if we see a difference. Listen, Let's we'll find only out. find out. Yeah, yeah. listen, I, I, I'm a huge fan of Turnbull. For um, your boys, I think together. he's at.
2: Like, well, oh, do. Aye. he's a crack cracking player. Um, but at times, I think just the demands of the way asking just asking my boys caught up with him. He's been excellent in some games,
0: and then he's looked really off the pace in others. Saturday was one of those where he's looked off the pace. Fair enough. Uh, in terms of Saturday, we've mentioned that the man of the match, again, uh, Jota, he's, he's picked up a lot of champagne in the last couple of months. It's also been confirmed today that he's the, the cinch player of the month for October and he just he continues to impress each time he plays. But importantly, he also seems to be in a very good place headwise. So before we go to chat about him, let's hear from him today. Uh, He'll be speaking after picking up that award.
1: Yeah, I look forward for that. Like I, I don't want to stop. I always say to myself that it's easy to come. Uh, to this level it's hard to maintain uh, so I, I say I, I think that I need consistency and I have to work more and more and more and just keep on like every time this this is actually the first time I'm playing regularly uh, during the season so uh, yeah I've, I've never had this and now I'm playing a lot of games and which which is actually really good and in this league and these competitions we are always playing which is which is amazing so it can give minutes to everyone and um, yeah for for sure it's been it's been good but I don't want to stop here I want to to make more and more and more and yeah be a better player I never think in the future I think in the present like I'm a, a present person so that's that's what I'm thinking I wake up every day just thinking okay today I'm going to do this this and this I want to be better on this this and this what can I do and um, that's what I'm looking for. So I'm not thinking what's going to happen next week or next month or next year. So just let me enjoy, let me enjoy football and uh, be happy. Go on,
0: son. Go on, son. As he says there, <laughs> James, he's a present person. He just wakes up every day wanting to enjoy the, the beautiful game. He sounds in a good place, doesn't he?
3: Ah, he just seems very, very settled. I, I think that, you know, I wouldn't have known they hadn't played regular football probably for, for most of his, his young career so far. And you know, players getting that It just reinstills their belief in themselves Because they're getting to see it from themselves Every single week Playing in a happy team Playing with guys that play attacking football He's got to be thriving on that
0: Yeah but How important is he to everything that is trying to do?
2: Well he's, he, he's extremely important as he's shown um, The My first impression When I seen him When would that have been Ross County His first game And I came away thinking He's a player he just needs games But then As with the type of player he is, you're just not sure if he's going to be playing every single week. He's maybe got to get brought on as an impact player or whatever. But to be fair to him, he has just improved with every game that he's played. And I think this is a classic case of some players just suit a certain team and system. I'll hark back, I'll mention his name. Patrick Roberts was the last one where I felt the way we played suited him. He got on the ball in the right areas. He didn't need to worry about too much about getting back the way and he was able to do what he was good at. I'd say it's the same for us with, with Jota. I just hope we, we take up the option on him. I, I don't think this is a case of a, a, show, a show pony playing for a move or anything. I think he's come in, he's committed. I don't think Ange would let, any, you know, the vibe I got off Ange is if you're not willing to put in the requisite amount of work, you don't get anywhere near the first team. He's got to work really hard. He's got himself fit. He's got himself match fit. Some of his performances, even in defeat in the Europa League games, has been exceptional, you know, really high class, really high quality. I just think he's he's exactly the type of player but any team wanting to compete needs He's an X Factor player
0: And I just love watching him Yeah and he's not just a bag of tricks He's strong He's powerful He works hard for the team And the hair The hair is about the here. On that very note So Celtic have put out the teaser today For the Christmas the ad And it likes a stick on That he's going to appear as George Michael It was just the right thing to do Wasn't it
3: Perfect They've absolutely nailed it They're the, um, the Whoever's the admin media for that So yeah well played Yeah credit where it's
0: due But as I say He's not just a bag of tricks is he
3: No, you look at that goal on on Saturday And it's not the first time You know, he shows real upper body strength for Maybe the type of player you wouldn't
2: expect it from Just on that The desire to get there I mean, McGregor He's effectively brushing McGregor out the way as well The desire to get on that and drive at pace Is, you know, it's what creates the goal But He's
0: brushed his own player out the way to make sure yeah. that he gets It's just magic. Well, that's the thing. McGregor's no slouch, but McGregor's running without the ball. Jota's got the uh, ball and he's just <laughs> bombing past him. But really powerful, really impressive character. He's done so well so far and an absolute credit to him for picking up that award. So I'd like to spend a wee bit of time on Ange, Miff. You'll be glad to, oh, to hear. Oh, here we go, lads. So, so he himself was in a, a bit of a charm offensive during the international break. He spoke with the fan media, so Parry covered that for us. You can view that in full on our YouTube channel. Uh, and he's also been speaking to some of the media back in Australia. All very relaxed, really enjoying himself in Glasgow. And like Jaw seems to be in a very good place himself just now. So he finds himself in the midst of a, a nine-game unbeaten run with 1-8, with drawn one, uh, and he's also playing some great football. Muff, I've checked your search history. Seems there's something there about how to adopt a 56-year-old Greek Australian. <laughs> Might be completely unrelated, but where are you with
2: Angie oh, at the moment? Jeez, man, I just love him. Do you know what I found quite noticeable I caught some of the stuff that he did with the Australian media and, and for someone whose reputation is being quite sort of testy and stern with with the media and he's obviously had his run-ins he, the adulation with which the media are, have treated him like a returning king when they're yeah. speaking to him you know you can see there's just so much warmth from them and that was apparent not long after he was appointed was that the Aussies en masse were behind him it's almost like go and do it for us Ange, type thing and um, he just seems to be completely revered within the Australian sporting um, circles. So uh, that that was the the most stand out thing for me. The, the other thing was he, he he seems to be talking about really embracing being here, and by here I mean mean Glasgow, I mean Scotland. And he he just seems to be making such a conscious effort. It's not a case of him sitting you know, in a flat in London and jetting up for three days during the week, he's he's all in, as he said, I think he's actually quoted as saying that. Um, So, I think given that how traumatic last season was, to have someone of that gravitas come in and just lead the club from the front, grab everybody with the scruff of the neck and say, this is the way we're going, this is what I want to do, yeah, there's got to be bumps in the road, but get behind us and we'll produce results. I'd say the vast majority, vast majority are there. Yeah, um, yeah, and it's, it's a great place to be
3: any dissent, dissent voices that were there they're certainly very very quiet and I don't think it was many to start with um, you know at all but they're certainly very quiet now because it's it's just enjoyable all I would say is we've got a long way to go still yeah, yeah. and there's no silverware in our pockets yet so let's just yeah. keep it going
0: you don't win trophies in November as they say but I mean James had Eddie Howe decided Celtic was the right move for him this could all have been very very different do you think to a, to a huge extent with we've lucked out here on Ange and just landed on someone who seems to be the perfect fit for Celtic
3: the comparison's unfair because you don't know what, how it'd be like but I think you made a point about it early in the season you know the kind of nice guy nice guy Eddie and that doesn't galvanise the fans like Ange has you know he's really kind of you know, energised the fans you No, know, not just with the football but the way he speaks the, the clip he did about you know refugees and the world and things like that that just really says I, I get this I know what you're all right. about um, would Eddie how done that I, I don't think so maybe unfair but no, I think I think we have lucked out to get someone
0: of such personality and talent. To use that word, if you've spoken about the cult of personality. Do you believe that's what's happened with Ange? Most certainly. I think what you've got is someone
2: who can communicate in such a way that the majority of fans are quick, as James says, are quick to buy it. He is letting you know by the content he's interviewed that he completely understands what the club's are about. He's mentioned it in so many occasions. He's referenced this great club, all, all that, but it's not just talk. The content of his interviews then go on to suggest, you know, even the way he spoke about his own background, the way he's spoken about the influencer pushkus on him, you know, loads of different things. I'm telling you that he's he's the real deal in, in the sense that he's not just came over here for a payday. Um, he's not going to jump down south to the first club that offers a skirt. Hopefully, um, there's a bit of substance in him. That's, I think that's the that's the most telling thing. So, well, if I mean, if he if he leave for a couple I'd be heartbroken. I'd be, I'd be me. I'd be done. Yeah, I'd I think I think he's got a deep deep knowledge of you know football itself, but also Celtic Scottish yeah.
3: football, European football, and that's where the media keep tripping themselves up. They keep asking them really basic questions,
2: and he's going, "I'm a professional football manager. I know this." I the stuff about Hearts um, yeah, yeah. at the start of the season, yeah. you know. I've not been living under a rock yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, know, I know these teams exist type thing and again the media have probably got away the Scottish media have probably got away with that for too long asking those banal yeah. kind of nonsense questions that the type the that they bring out to everybody that's just identical questions that they could ask anybody that was sitting there instead they've got a guy who's willing to he puts it back in his own kind of way but he's batting them back to them as if so to say what sort, of, what sort of manager do you think I am yeah. and and again it's reassuring for us to know that somebody that's prepped somebody that's done their homework somebody that's researched the other teams the, the most important thing is he's a figurehead he really is a leader um, you can see that in other places that he's been that there's been a, a process in place that's built towards something and I just think it's a time for us to be excited the, the, the fact that uh, Rangers have experienced a lot more difficulty has, has probably leveled the playing field somewhat compared to the turmoil that we were in even six weeks into the season because there was still so much work to be done. But by appointing someone like Ange who has taken the situation, accepted the situation and tackled it head on and been fairly upfront about where we have been in the process, you know, you look back at some of the benches at the start of the season and Mm -hmm. yet here we were still debating, still demanding, still expecting, you know, he's took all that on, he's got through it and we're now at a stage where we've reached a cup final we're still within touching distance in the league. We're entering this really, really busy run of fixtures. I, you know, I, I think he's, I think he's overachieved the
0: performance. Yeah, and just on the cup final chat. So, you know, following Saturday night's result, how important, James, is it for him to have a cup final to look forward to and hopefully to win? Is it validation for his approach so far?
3: Yeah, you know, I've said since the start of the season, it's it's all about the league, but the validation part is really important. You know, to he's told the players what they're they're capable of. He's shown them the path. He's now taking them to the final and there's there's the chance. So I think it's really important and, you know, of course they're going to be up for it anyway, but getting get an early trophy under your belt when other teams maybe couldn't win cup trophies, you know, that, that kind of stuff. And it's
0: it's just a marker down. Yeah, could be so important for him. So it's something to look forward to. That's on Sunday, 19th of December, the Premier Sports League Cup final. Um, as we all know, we very sadly lost one of Celtic's greatest sons, Bertie Old, during the international break and Saturday saw some phenomenal tributes to him pre-match, as well as in the 67th minute. There's a brilliant video you can watch if you've not seen it already. It's from the North Curve, Celtic, North Curve Celtic Twitter feed. That's at NC Celtic. And it shows a huge effort that goes in behind the scenes by the Green Brigade and pulling all of that together. And it's, it's really quite impressive. What did you think of the tributes uh, themselves, Muff? And why do you think Bertie Old epitomised Celtic football clubs so much? Uh, I was throwing myself
2: uh, headlong into the tributes on Saturday night, bouncing up and down those stairs. Uh, excellent effort. Um, by the north curve it, it really was quite a well I'm going to say it was a sight to behold but it was underneath one of the kind of <laughs> wee tiles so uh, it was a sight to behold in the pictures that I've seen after it but I was happy just to, to contribute albeit my tile wasn't very far off the ground as you with know, lads um, <laughs> mine's the one kind of sunken in about halfway up the stairs but uh, why, why did Bertie Old or why does Bertie of my Celtic I think he's everything that you look for in somebody that represents your club He's excellent at what he does, however very humble, and he's a wee bit gallus. Mm-hmm. And I think all these things combined just made him so so lovable. And it was very obvious, even for watching my my Celtic videos um, when, when I was a wee boy, if you look at any sort of gathering of the, of the lesbian lines, he was clearly the heart and soul. You could see the way the others looked at him. They just looked at him with that kind of wee daft grin And he would always be at the centre of everything And I think that That kind of always stays with you So as, as I got older And you seen him getting older And then more of the stories come out About not, not just necessarily Lisbon But all the, all the other daft stories And daft jokes that he told And all, all that type of thing You just see him for the character That he was And that's what he was He was a character And because he was a character That's why he was so universal, universally loved And not just
0: by Celtic fans Yeah, yeah. James, over yourself What's your own thoughts on Bertie?
2: Just, I mean, if, if
3: Celtic's football ethos is to bring joy Bertie's, Bertie's ethos in, in life was to bring joy to people You know, that, that's, that's where the real connection is between the two I think that the real kind of hand in glove with that You know, any time I ever saw him And this isn't any fancy function This isn't Bears Bar and stuff like that He's just a, a normal guy running about Would give you the time of day, any day And always with a smile on his face And always looking for a wee joke and, and whatever it was But, I, I, you know, there's a lot of Mr Celtics out there And I think Bertie all's right up there
0: Yeah, great stuff and it was great to see on Saturday. So his funeral service takes place on Friday coming the 26th of November at noon and Celtic are actually screening that. <clears throat> Excuse me, on the official YouTube channel if you want to tune in uh, I believe further tributes are also planned for the Aberdeen game on Sunday so something to look forward to While we're talking about Bertie I'd also just like to mention that along with thousands of others we were lucky enough to see the Tommy Burns story uh, at Celtic Park last week and again that paid a touching tribute to another true Celtic hero uh, I'd just like to say thanks to David Carswell and all involved with that one uh, and congratulations to them and all the plaudits that they're deservedly getting for a brilliant show Davy's been a big supporter of our show so I'd just like to express our thanks to him and his team for that Back to football and matters and another important week ahead for Ange and the team. First up, we face Bayer Leverkusen in Match Day 5 of the Europa League on Thursday. And again, game that will go some way to determine if it's the Europa League or the Conference League that will compete in after Christmas. Maff, how do you see that one going? Davey, hi. Hi, Tommy Burns story. Where are my
2: tickets, <laughs> If you're doing a DVD, Davey, the door's open. Um, so, how do I see these games going? <sighs> It's got to, well, it's got... To, it, it's two tough games. It's two tough games. The, the, starting with the Aberdeen game, we'll start with the domestic game because I'm ranking that higher in terms of importance. Um, Bruni coming back, tribute to Bertrand. It's got to be an emotional day in a lot of, lot of different ways. Banker will be there for him, hmm? Banker will be there for him. Ah, well, aye, aye. What, well, I need you, man? Aye, aye, less at the out better. Um, I, <laughs> I. I, I fancy to win, but the problem is there's been a bit of precedent set with home games in terms of teams coming to set up I, I dare I say St. Johnson done somewhere in uh, Saturday night, but do
0: you think Steven Glass will do that? Um,
2: I'd say that's what they, they did at I quite effectively well, they got their goal kind early and they were able to defend. But they got two, two goals. goals, two goals kind early, so they were able to defend on that. But um, I, no, I, I, I think they will. I think they'll be cautious. I think they will do you know why I think they'll be cautious because I think what teams have seen is if they come and open up at Celtic Park we've yeah, we'll got the ability so much, to cut yeah. through them so I think any team you know common will probably just try and be cagey for the first 25 minutes and then maybe maybe try and push on a bit so I would say that would be the pattern that the game would go um, hopefully we don't concede a goal to Bruni early doors <laughs> that, that would be that would be preferable and my, my prediction is he will put somebody into the fifth row <laughs> 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 to the north stand Ka- CalMack, just to show him yeah. his boss Ka- Calmark yeah. are
0: potentially Kyogo Maybe Jamesy. James. Jamesy's point. Yeah. Maybe pick Jamesy Just for a laugh. Uh-huh. One man who won't be featuring for Aberdeen is Funzo Ojo after he's oh. sending off by Bobby So they're appealing it. Are they? And they, they should obviously get that. Is it not something to do Overturned. with the fact that it was two yellows? You can't, you, can't. Uh, you, can't, you,
3: can't, you can't overturn a second yellow, but they're looking for special dispensation because it was a
0: total wrong call. It was ludicrous. Yeah. Eh? For anyone that doesn't know, basically Ojo was on a booking. Uh, he overran the park and ended up somewhere close to the United fans and a guy's full pushed just him ridiculous. in the chest. I yeah. mean it's
2: just absolutely ridiculous yeah. why, why are you pushing a guy that's just you can see that he's no deliberately there but yeah. you playing it and he's watching the ball boy so he's not I mean, you're, you're running on
3: track
0: and studs as well you know
2: Aye, and, and, and does he not actually go upstairs as well to, Aye, avoid, to avoid the boy yeah. the boy
0: yeah. Unlike oh. unlike Bobby Madden to make a crazy decision. Um but it's a strange one, so we'll not dwell on that too much. But it is you can understand how Aberdeen would be fighting that tooth and nail. So I mean how do you see that going, James? I agree with Miff I think it's definitely it's a big game, uh, a big week ahead, sorry, but definitely the the priority is Aberdeen on Sunday. It's a leak
3: all the way for me this year, of course, yeah. Um yeah. But a team playing with some momentum though as well, you know. So as much as they might be looking to defend, they're not Livingston, they're not St Johnson, they're not naturally predisposed to that real yeah, intense defending. They have got ball players in their team, they will be trying to play some kind of football, and that's where we should be looking to exploit it. So, ach, I think it could be you know, fairly high scoring with Celtic coming out 4 2, 5 2, something like that.
0: 5 take 2. Out, take, oh, out. Waiting out, waiting out,
2: just waiting out over five and a half <laughs> goals, Paddy Pantner. Okay.
0: Yeah. I think it could be one to look for. to. As Miff says, uh, an emotional occasion very old reasons Bruni coming back was always going to be something so that's definitely one to look forward to so obviously before that we've got Bayer Leverkusen on Thursday again myself and James will be at as well Paddy oh go on lads go on uh, lads one to look forward to there Murphy obviously beat us 4-0 last time around at Celtic Park what do you think will be different this time around can we get a result so used to and Paddy are gone. You missed the invite for that I one, must a, That man. must have been one of the ones. I, just, I, I text never <laughs> well, got Well, we're, we're me, talking right. about it at the Tommy Bond show, mate. I, <laughs> <all> right, <laughs> all right, all right, that one I was
2: there. Right, right, that's great. That's great. Pattern emerging here, folks. Pattern emerging. Um, uh, listen, I'd say it's about a free hit, isn't it? Really, yeah. at the end of the day, you know, you'd it. No, it totally was a free hit. Maybe give some game time to guys that haven't featured too regularly so the workloads not too much. That's what I'd look at it. You know, maybe look to see guys like Scales, for example, somebody that's gave us wee cameos in the Europa League, you know. Would it do any harm To give him a start I don't, I don't think I don't
0: it, think Angie does that No,
2: He goes oh, for full for that, 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 That's yeah. the only way That's yeah. um, Big uh, Big Jacko's uh, Injured again yeah. Aye That was a puzzler Wasn't it Big Jackals Still out of nowhere Aye um, yeah. Tweaked his knee Practising penalties uh, I I can only see it. I can only see Defeat If I'm being perfectly Honest I, You know they, they, are, they are a very good side They're a very good side But You know If we go, if we go there And we play well. We create chances. I'll be I'll be happy enough with that. But I'm I'm not overly confident of his producing a result. However, if we did, it completely changes the complexion of the group because if we go over there and manage to, to smuggle something at the game, then it takes the pressure off the, the home game against
0: Betsy. That's yeah. a, even a point. I mean, James, I'm sure you're maybe seeing defeat at the moment, but half a dozen premium strength German laggers will change the point. <laughs> <laughs> if you. Bring them
3: out now, I'll try them. Um, I, I'm not. I, I think, you know, what we...
0: Is it eight wins and nine in a draw, you know? So, we're nine games since then. Yeah. We've won eight of them and drawn one. Obviously, yeah. different competitions, different opposition. But yeah, they're, they're the last team to beat us. Beliefs
3: a big thing. Um, And I, th- I think they'll go out and, and play football because it's, it's the only game Ange plays. Um, I think there's a chance, certainly of a draw, but I think there's a chance of sneaking a win as well.
2: Even in that game... You know things were pretty grim at that point, and the, the result, the end result, wasn't very good. But we actually played really it's well. four you've ever seen for twenty five yeah. minutes. We could easily have been two three up.
0: Yeah. Um, just, yeah know Just that. one of those games. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's definitely a tough game. But I think as you say, James, we go with belief, and you never know if we got off to a decent start. I mean, <laughs> we did get off to a decent start at Betis, but that didn't quite work out after going to it. But I just think even though so. Leverkusen beat us just at the end of September there Short couple of months ago But do you not feel we've come on quite a lot as a team Even in that short space of time? Absolutely And, and you
2: know I, I understand that the the, the the team seems to be generally taking more responsibility on the ball as well Which I think is why we're conceding less goals mm-hmm. As um, we're, we're maybe as panicky As we were in possession of the ball We're trusting ourselves a bit more so that only bodes well when you go away a team like Leverkusen where you're going to be under a bit of pressure. If people can take care of the ball, get you up the park, it, it's just going to alleviate that pressure a bit more. Um, also, with a bit of grass to run into, clearly Kyogo and Jota are extremely effective. We've shown that already in, in, in various competitions this season. So I, I understand there's a wee bit more optimism we're in a different now I'd say as as a team than what we were when we played Leverkusen in, in the first instance things were still a bit erratic then, um, but you know it, it's the quality of the opposition um, that that really makes me think that a, a win is unlikely. Um, just they, they've been they've kind of been blown of away I think they were they struggling
0: for form a wee bit. I think they've had a no. few bumps in the road. Yeah, some injuries and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. I'm not. A, Bundesliga. Yeah. I Adler, think they've recovered
3: a wee bit. I think they a bad four or five game run. Yeah. yeah. I'll tweet
0: Derek Ray later on. He's, he's the man he's up for that. Speed okay. he, he can tell me. us how
3: to get there. Regards vaccinations and all
0: that as well. Yeah, all of that. But I mean, even you know, looking beyond this week. So yeah, you know, I feel like I say every week it's another big week for Celtic. But every game's so important and every game's you know so exciting at the moment in it, and they're all ones to look forward to. But beyond Leverkusen and Aberdeen, we've got a serious run of fixtures to, to challenge. Just before we move on, what is the itinerary, lads? Is it Dusseldorf on the Wednesday? For, uh, if, if you really want to know, if we fly to Frankfurt, we train to Dusseldorf, we get drunk and then we do the same on the next day and then we go to the football. Try and get home on a Friday? Give or take. We'll maybe uh, document some of this ah, on I've the got, I, I. We'll see how that all plays out. Um, but yeah, thank as I mentioned... You know, or should I say, Thank you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, seriously busy uh, December time. If, I mean, could it make or break the season in terms of, of how we, we fare? It,
2: it could, but obviously it like, depends on how other, other results go as well. Um, I, I, I think... You know, as I said um, previously when we were talking about Ange, I think we're ahead of schedule. Where we're at, uh, whilst uh, Rangers haven't been very good this season, they've still been efficient and picking up a lot of points. They've not dropped a huge amount. Um, whereas we got off to a sticky start and have now really yeah, started come com- them, yeah. coming on strong. So um, I think that bodes well for the run of games that you're getting into because you've, got, you've built up that momentum. There's a bit of belief in, in the team. And also added to that, there's more options coming back in. As well Which just makes the squad Look a hell of a lot Stronger So uh, We're in a good place Um,
0: It just just seems like Things are knitting together Quite nicely Yeah If I need to check the tapes I need to check back But I believe you said that If we were 10 points behind By the New Year game You'd be okay with that Yep Uh, uh, Within Within 10 points. 10 points Not Not Exclusively ten points, but within
2: ten points, I think that would be regarded as acceptable. Yeah, from I'm a not cold, saying my coach Aye, yeah.
0: If, if we ended up ten points behind by now, something's gone No, no, absolutely.
2: But what I was meaning by that was, you know, where, where you were then. Aye, yeah. where, where we were. If we were within ten points by the time you got to that game, um, or even after that game, then you would be like, right, okay, well, we'll still get, we'll still get a run at it. But now, <laughs> seeing what you've seen, you would, you would expect this to be a whole lot closer. Yeah. And at the same time, myself and
3: Paddy said we'd be top of the league by Christmas Day. And this is the face where it happens. Oh, there's there's tough games, but the tougher games are at home. Yeah. You know the games away are you know they're, they're not me to United away and things like that as well. So, but this is where they they make their money. Leagues are won between November and February. And this is where we need to need, really hit form.
0: Yeah, no delights. I told you so, Miff, But James told you so. Mm-hmm. That's what he's telling you. Well, listen, if we're top of, league, top of the league, top of the Christmas day, I'll mm. be delighted. I'm well, sure you will. Delighted. Yeah, James. As we start to wrap things up for today, what's your, your final comments for the week, as well as your, your scoreline predictions for Leverkusen and Aberdeen? I've already got your no, five, five, two five two for Aberdeen. so <laughs> 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 That's, uh, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's safe, stone. that's a that's a that's going nowhere. I've written that down. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's your banker. Uh, so your Leverkusen prediction and your final comments. Uh,
3: Two one in Leverkusen to, whom? to Celtic. Woof. Um, yeah, I just think they've got to uh, maintain their belief and, and they'll get there. So yeah, it's, it's the you know the, the, the league had got, had got off to a strange start. You know, the, the transfer window was messy. Those times were are making, these, trying to make these predictions and stuff. Where we are now is where we hoped and would take us to. Or at this stage. And he can take as much further So it's just consolidation from now on As Miff is saying the squad's getting fatter You know there's a lot more options there The guys who are first 11 are playing well They're playing well together They know each other better You've got a core of Celtic fans in there as well There's a lot of things going right And it's time to, to make good on that
0: Yeah. Likewise Miff give us some of your wisdom And let us know how the week ahead is going to go Don't
2: know about wisdom But uh, score results I'll go 2-1 Leverkusen um, I just I can't see he's winning over there Not that I'm trying to spoil you trip that he's done invite me well, and we might not even um, see the game yet. and I uh, wouldn't have been allowed to go anywhere let's be quite frank <laughs> about that and um, Aberdeen I'll go 2-0 2-0 Celtic keeping the clean sheets I'll
0: oh, yeah, do Good stuff So Celtic now remain Unbeaten in nine games Across all competitions With this week's Opponents Bayer Leverkusen The last team to inflict Defeat on Ange's team Back at the end of September However This Celtic side Seem a much improved team All round since that one And it'll be interesting To see if the boys Can go one better this week At the Bay Arena our thanks to Miff and James for joining me on today's show and as always, our thanks to you for tuning in. If you're enjoying what we do and want to lend your support, please share this episode far and wide with your Celtic support and friends. It really makes a big difference to what we do. But in the meantime, and as always, thanks for listening.
1: Podcast Network.